You are listening to the VBAC Link Podcast, and this is special episode number 15. And ladies, I know you have heard us talk about it a lot, and I know we've blogged about it, and a lot of other women share on their stories just about it too. We are talking about chiropractic care today, and yes. we have we have one of our favorite chiropractors here in Salt Lake City, Utah. Actually, he's in Utah County, right? He's in Lehigh. Yeah, but here in Utah. <laughs> his name is Stephen Rochard, and we are so excited to pick his brain today and talk about it. And kind of a fun fact, he has a wife who's also had a VBAC. Yes. So we're going to get into our little intro here and then turn the time over to him. You are tuned in to the VBAC Link Podcast with Julie Francom and Megan Heaton, VBAC moms, doulas, and educators here to help you get inspired for birth after having a C-section. Together, they have created a robust VBAC preparation course along with this uplifting podcast for women who are preparing for their VBAC. Although these episodes are VBAC specific, they encourage all expectant moms to listen and educate themselves on how to avoid a cesarean from the get-go. The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is not meant to replace advice from any other qualified medical professional. Here are your hosts, Julie and Megan. All right, welcome back. Stephen, we are so excited for you to be here with us tonight, and we're excited that you're going to be able to help these women understand chiropractic care, because I know with, so I had two C-sections, and with my first C-section, I never even thought about going to a chiropractor. First pregnancy, I should say. She thought chiropractors were for hippies. Yeah, second. Let's be honest. Second. Well, no, not hippies. I like didn't believe in chiropractors. Like she thought there's. You know how everyone thinks chiropractors are quacks. That's what I thought. But we know you're not. And so yeah, we know. So and then second pregnancy, I wanted to. Yeah, a lot of you know. And then second pregnancy, what's kind of funny is um. My friend, my friend, my husband's friend, he was going to chiropractic school, and I was like, "Really, you're going to be a quack? Like, really?" And like, so I'd always call him a duck. I'd be like, "Hey, duck, what's up?" Oh my gosh, that's and, so funny. Yeah, it's so funny. And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "Really? Like, you need to learn." And I was like, "I don't know. It's fine." And everyone was like, "You need to go to a chiropractor." I'm like, "No, I don't do chiropractic care." And then I'm not chiropractic people. That's what I had a client tell me. Once. Yeah, I'm not chiropractic, not chiropractic people. people. Yeah. <laughs> so then with my third pregnancy, obviously I knew a lot more. Don't believe that chiropractors are quacks anymore. And honestly, truly believe that my two chiropractors that I had impacted my vaginal birth like really incredibly so and I was adjusted twice in labor so we're really excited to to pick your brain tonight and just talk about the importance of chiropractic care during childbirth and um, also during pregnancy and the postpartum stage yeah absolutely you know I um I grew up around chiropractors I my mom had like a really bad neck and I don't remember exactly like what her issues were but I remember she going for adjustments all the time and so I just kind of always grew up knowing that chiropractors are not ducks they're just regular people <laughs> and you know what's funny is I I my friend has since finished chiropractic care and I just love him and adore him and he's yeah. he's even adjusted my children and yeah. I had a baby um my son was like I don't know probably six months old and he didn't poop for like way too long and he was miserable and his belly was so hard and he adjusted him and six hours later that kid had the biggest poop of his life <laughs> and it was amazing Ooh. so yeah I was like yes thank you Jake yeah. that was amazing and he he met me at his office at 9 p.m because I was like 
he's miserable, please. I'm miserable. Help him. And he's like, let's go to my office. And yeah. so we we just think the world of chiropractors. So um, wait a minute. That's yeah. So I, I want to talk some more. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to ask him a question. Well, you can ask him a question, but I want to talk a little bit first. <laughs> so I also saw a chiropractor for three of my pregnancies. And mm-hmm. this was before I knew Stephen Rochard. And I did for my first feedback, I'd go all the time, every single time. And let me tell you what, for my fourth birth, which was my third VBAC, um, I had prodromal labor for a month. And the only, oh. only I know, right? And the only Man. thing oh that would God. give me any kind of relief was when I would go get adjusted. It would be, it would lighten up and ease up. And then when it started to get bad again, I knew it was time to go in for adjustment. So I was going into my chiropractor like two or three times a week. Um, to get adjusted because that was that was like the biggest thing that helped mm-hmm. is making sure because oh I'm not going to go off on a tangent because we want to hear from Steven but you guys <laughs> chiropractors are awesome if you ever think that um, if you've ever thought that di- chiropractors are quacks or if you are not certain how a chiropractor can impact your chances of having a successful vaginal birth you are definitely turn up the listen. volume turn up the volume <laughs> lock your kids in the room throw granola <laughs> bars and applesauce packets at them and listen up for the next 30 minutes yes <laughs> yes so dr Rashara, how did you get started into chiropractic care what inspired you to, you to actually become a chiropractor yeah so Actually, well, first I wanted to just say thank you to ladies for creating this amazing podcast. I've listened to a few of them. Yay! Um, and this podcast is on a topic that I'm so passionate about because of my experience. And just because there are so many moms out there that, you know, once you have a C-section, it's like, oh, well, I guess I have to have the rest of my kids this way. Right. But the thing is, is you don't necessarily. And I love what you guys are doing and how empowering this podcast is. So first off, I wanted to say Way to be awesome and create this and, and support Aww, moms you. in an amazing way. Thank you. We appreciate so, um, you. <laughs> but yeah, I got into chiropractic because I was a kid that struggled mightily with health. I was a colicky baby. Mm-hmm. I uh, <laughs> did not stop crying unless someone was moving me very fast. And I really was very, very fussy until my mom said I could walk. Once I could walk, I stopped being so fussy. Wow. So that was around like eight months eight months to nine months old is what my mom was saying. They didn't really know what was going on with me, but they didn't know I had a lot of ear infections. So, oh, um, you needed a doc. chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got so many ear infections every year until I was about eight years old. And I just remember those ear infections just getting like knife stabbing into my ear. Oh, yeah. And so... My mom brought me to the chiropractor, uh, no, not to the chiropractor yet. My mom brought me the traditional route for what to do with ear infections, which is usually, you know, go and get antibiotics. And then yeah. I messed up and, your uh, gut. It's happened with it? my children, too. <laughs> Two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt the immune system a little bit more, unfortunately. And a lot of those ear infections are viral, too. And so antibiotics don't do much for that. But anyways, I kept getting on the antibiotics. I mean, they work temporarily. Uh, but then my mom ended up getting me tubes, and those still didn't work. I got ear infections a lot. Aww. Not only that, but I struggled with, like, allergies. I got sick a lot, and it just sucked being a kid. But finally, mm-hmm. uh, someone recommended my mom to bring me to a chiropractor, and she did. And he found out that I had a massive misalignment uh, between my skull bone and my first vertebra called your atlas. Ah. And the nerves that come out of there actually go to your ear. Actually, out of the what? first three vertebrae in the neck. And so... My ear was not communicating with my brain to tell him I had an infection to send my immune system to fight that off. Wow. Um, and so I kept getting them in my right ear. And 
finally, I got adjusted. I started getting adjusted regularly, and I stopped getting ear infections. I stopped getting sick so much. I started being healthy. Mm. And it changed my life. And, and I your mom's life. As a young kid. <laughs> right? Yeah, she had eight kids, including me. So wow. she was a busy mom. Yes, she was. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it changed my life so much. I thought to myself, you know, I, I would love to do that for someone else. But I uh, didn't think I was too smart when I was a kid because uh, I come from a little bit more of a blue-collar background. So I kind of put that on the back burner. But uh, as I got closer to college age, um, I said, you know what, I'll try taking an anatomy class. And if I pass that, I'll go for chiropractic school. Mm-hmm. So I took anatomy, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I got an A in the class, and then I took four more anatomy classes after that, wow. and uh, including in chiropractic school. And so that's when I found my passion and, and knew that chiropractic was going to be for me. So yeah, that's, that's why I'm a chiropractor. Um, I guess I could go on and say why I'm a uh, prenatal pediatric focus. Yeah. So pediatric focus, kind of obvious. I was a kid that was incredibly impacted by chiropractic. But I kind of always wanted to work in the birth area. So my mom, I mentioned she had eight kids. She had all of those kids at home. <laughs> yeah! We love home birthers. <laughs> so I mean, we I love was, all birthers, um, but, like, your mom's awesome. She And she's I mean, had home births for so. the new home. Like, yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I was kind of surrounded by birth at a young age. I'm number five of it. Um, wow. And, and not only that, but I have six sisters. So I have three sisters wow. older than me. <laughs> yeah, lots of babies probably um, in your family. <laughs> Yeah, so like in high school, we wanted to write arguments with papers. My mom was always like, why don't you do it on home birth? So I wrote, you know, uh, papers in high school about how home births can be safe and effective and, and very good for moms, um, which go. is kind of odd for a I hope a my sons do that. Kid. I'm going to make them. <laughs> hey, my six-year-old still talks about when the babies came out of my vagina. Like, he was my doula for my fourth birth. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've kind of been surrounded by birth, but... um. Yeah, let me kind of get into the story of why my wife had a C-section. So when I was, the year before I was going to go into chiropractic school, I would graduated undergrad, we were pregnant. And my wife really, really wanted to have a natural birth in the hospital with a, a certified nurse midwife. And so we took hypnobirthing. She was doing her affirmations. She was all pumped. We were all pumped to do this you know, natural birth. We were ready to rock. And uh, kind of a funny story. We were complete rookies. There was a storm one night in Provo. It was 12 days before she was due. She turned over in bed, and then she, like, taps me on the shoulder. She's like, Stephen. Oh, she might hurt, get me in trouble for saying this, though. She's like, Stephen, Stephen, I, right, I, I, I just peed my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Been there. Sure? <laughs> and she like, And she, like, showed it to me. I was like, I think you, your water broke. She's mm. like, do you think so? And I was like, yeah. She's like, because it, it does keep kind of coming out. I was like, okay, well, your your water's broken. Are you having contractions? And she's like, no. Okay, so we, uh, this was like at 5 a.m. So we kind of like woke up. We're like, okay, like what, what do we do? Luckily, we learned in our hypnobirthing class that um, nipple stimulation is something that can increase oxytocin, mm-hmm. get the birth process going. So we started doing that. And um, we went out on a walk. And so contractions started coming. And they started coming. And uh, everything was going great. We, uh, once they were about three minutes apart, we drove to the hospital. We got there, and they said, hey, we're ready to do a vaginal exam. They did a vaginal exam. And what did they find? Something squishy, a bum. Mm. So, oh, no. Yes, the baby was breech. We had no clue. And so we were like, crap. 
And they're like, okay, well, you have one option. We can deliver this baby via C-section. And so we were like, oh, okay. So we ended up having a C-section. It was, it was, uh, it was pretty hard, especially on Marie. She was pretty devastated because she was really excited about her birth. Yeah. Um, we went to the operating room. It was a beautiful C-section. Everyone was pretty much healthy. Everything went really well. And we had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And we were excited. You know, and, and that's the thing is all births are amazing regardless of how it happened. Absolutely. Right? Don't want I never want to put down any women woman for how they want to birth or how their birth was. Right? Mm-hmm. I just want to be as supportive as possible. But anyways, so we had this birth and we had this beautiful baby. Her name's Eleanor. Um, and she was probably our most fussy and hard of all the babies. Maybe it was because we were rookie parents, but I think a big part of it was because she was delivered that way, via C-section. And then I started chiropractic school three months later after we had a three-month-old. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. So starting, starting chiropractic school, sleepless nights. And as I got there, I knew I kind of wanted to go into pediatric focus. So I was going to a pediatric club there where we were learning a little bit more about taking care of kids. And I learned about a technique called the Webster's Technique. And I had never heard of it before. And I found out that the Webster's Technique can help balance the pelvis and balance the uterus so that the baby can be in the optimal position before birth. In fact, they found that babies that were breech have turned on their own after the Webster's Technique is performed. And mm-hmm. so I was like, sweet, I got to learn this. And so I jumped right in, got super obsessed with prenatal care along with pediatric care. And so... Now you know why I'm a chiropractor and, more importantly, why I'm a prenatal Webster certified. Yeah. That is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I love – so so many times when I feel like professionals go into that certain profession because they – of their own life experiences, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the times they are extra passionate. Yep. And extra good at what yes. they do. <laughs> so good job, Susan. So, um, so this is really exciting. Awesome. Well, so tell us more about the Webster technique because obviously there are chiropractors all over doing a lot of different types of adjustments, and I think women are, you know, they're scared, they're intimidated to go and like be cracked, and and they just don't know, like you know, they hear that crack. That's what they like freak out about. And so maybe if you could tell us kind of. I don't know, more about the actual Webster technique and why that impacts specifically and what it does to the body. Absolutely. So the Webster's technique um, is something to go along with um, whatever the chiropractor's regular technique is. I just want to touch on that for a second. because Chiropractic, it's a philosophy, it's a science, and it's an art. And it starts with the philosophy that bodies are capable of healing themselves. They're, they're well, they're self-healing, they're self-sustaining. Mm-hmm. And we as chiropractors really want to focus on what we can do to accentuate health in the body. We're not so focused on what causes disease and taking away that disease, but we're more focused on what accentuates health and well-being and balance. So it starts with that philosophy, and then, of course, the science is doing the research behind, you know, how if I pop this bone this way, um, what is that going to impact? Or if I, if I press this muscle this way, how is that going to impact the body and the health? And then the art aspect is there's so many different techniques out there. So if you go to five different chiropractors, you're going to get five different adjustments. Yep. The Webster's technique is uh, something that falls into a chiropractor's regular adjusting technique. And that being said, as far as techniques I wanted to learn, I wanted to learn techniques that would be available for anyone. So I can 
do adjusting where I'm popping the spine, popping a joint back into place um, manually. But I also do techniques with a tool or an instrument that can put the bone back into place or just simply help the muscles relax in order to move the bone back into place. So there's multiple different ways you can get bones to move Mm -hmm. and for things Mm -hmm. to get aligned. Mm -hmm. So that all out of the way. Uh, The Webster's technique is a technique of balancing the, the pelvis and the uterine ligaments that attach to the pelvis. Okay. And so I always am telling my pregnant moms to think of the uterus as like a hammock. Okay. And the hammock (laughs) kind of grows as your baby gets bigger. Well, not just kind of, it does. Mm -hmm. And the ligaments, the the uterine ligaments are like hammock strings. So we have two of them in the front. They're called the round ligaments and one ligament in the back that attaches to the sacrum. And, And that's called the broad ligament of the uterus. And so uh, the Webster's technique, first of all, is an analysis of how the pelvis is balanced. Where is the sacrum? Where are the iliac crests? So your iliac crests are, um, or your ilia, are, are the big hip bones. Mm-hmm. It's also analysis of where the tailbone is. And so first and foremost, it starts out with balancing the back of the pelvis. So making sure if, if one side of the pelvis is stuck or one side is more flexed or further back, we're pushing that forward, making it more symmetrical in the back. And that impacts the broad ligament of the uterus. And then it also, we do an analysis on the round ligaments and see if that, that hammock string is a little bit tighter on one side compared to the other. And then we do a myofascial release by pressing down on that round ligament where we find the tension so that it makes it equal on both sides. And what it, that in turn does is it makes sure that the uterus is balanced, the pelvis is balanced so that the baby can move and turn and, and eventually go to that optimal position. So that's what the Webster's technique is. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, do you, I don't even know, I've never been in your office actually, so I apologize. Do you, um, (laughs) do you adjust, like, do you have a certain table that you adjust with or that you suggest, like, for pregnant women? um, I know there's different tables. Yeah. Yeah, there are. So I actually use pregnancy pillows. I've kind of pulled okay. the audience. A lot of my pregnant moms have found that using the pillows are very comfortable because they're down and they can just kind of form to the way that the, nice. the belly has been growing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are tables that will drop down out of the center and those are pretty wonderful. Yeah. Um, there's other pregnancy pillows that chiropractors use. And so if, if you're going to a Webster certified chiropractor, you should be able to find one that has pillows or a dropout table that allows for that adjustment to be comfortable. Awesome. Well, what what else would you like to tell our listeners about chiropractic care and and pregnancy and and even the yeah, postpartum? Yeah, or maybe even your wife's feedback oh, and how yeah. adjustments helped her. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your wife's feedback. Yeah. So this was when I was uh, still in chiropractic school. I was in my um, second year, and so I was not as skilled or trained in uh, chiropractic care. So my wife was actually seeing a different chiropractor at the time. Of course, I was uh, doing practice adjustments on her when she came into the clinic at the school. But um, she was seeing a different chiropractor. And the pregnancy went really well for her. She was a lot more comfortable during that pregnancy compared to um, the other pregnancy uh, with with my daughter, our first pregnancy. So she was going to a Webster certified chiropractor and the baby was in the right place. He, was, he came, I think, two days before his due date. The water, her water broke at the home again, but contractions had been going pretty, pretty smooth. <laughs> she had been in labor, I think, for about three hours at home. 
and we probably stayed at home a little bit too long because <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Marie was just like, I do not want to get there and have them like want to give me an epidural or pitocin mm-hmm. or any of that stuff. So we're just going to go there, and then when we're ready to go, we're ready to go. So anyways, uh, the hospital is 30 minutes away from our house. So <laughs> Marie so is like had a bit to full drive. on in labor. Like this baby was about to come out, and I'm going like 100 miles an hour down the highway to get to the hospital. <laughs> and the car passed me. One, this was like at midnight. A, a car at one point in time actually passed me. I was going like 120 miles an hour. Oh, my Marie's gosh. Like, Steven, why aren't you going faster? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's a funny story. Funny, funny little stories. Anyways, we get to the hospital probably about eleven forty on uh, PM on the thirteenth, and an hour later on February fourteenth, Valentine's Day, our funny mm. little Valentine was born. Aww. And uh, <laughs> his name's Oliver. Everything went pretty smoothly. I'd say if we could do anything over again, we wouldn't go to a thirty-minute, thirty a hospital thirty minutes away from our house. We'd probably get into the hospital a little sooner. Or um, actually, for our third birth, uh, for the third be back for our third kid, we we ended up doing a home birth, which was way so more comfortable, nice. way more smooth. Yeah. She had a four-hour labor, and uh, he wow. was delivered after three pushes at home. Nice. So, that was uh, awesome. the one where I was actually a chiropractor and I was able to take care of my wife for the whole time, which was amazing. So, yeah. awesome. so did you just like adjust her at home? I'm just imagining like, yeah, you just like get yeah. on your bed like every night before you go to bed. Oh, crack my back. <laughs> Whenever she wants. <laughs> so do, awesome. <laughs> do you adjust your babies after they're born? Or Yeah. Yeah. Is it important mm-hmm. to do that? How do you feel like, is that something you would suggest to everyone like, you know, getting their babies Absolutely. adjusted and why. Mm-hmm. So the cool thing is, is you know, I, one thing that people always focus on a lot with chiropractors is the adjustment. And the adjustment is great. That's our primary treatment or the way we care for patients. But uh, a different thing is, is, as chiropractors, we do a different sort of analysis. So everyone knows like, hey, I got to bring my child to a pediatrician to get them checked. And so your pediatrician visits what they're doing. They're kind of measuring the head measuring the weight and the length, making sure your kid's reaching all their benchmarks, and then they'll do a blood draw sometimes, and then they'll get their shots, right? Mm -hmm. So as a pediatric chiropractor, I'm taking a completely different lens at looking at your child than a pediatrician. And so what I want to look at is making sure that your baby's body is moving well, everything's in the right position, and that the nervous system is doing well. So I do a set of um, checks making sure that all the primitive reflexes are working on an infant, like the suckle and the grasp and the moral reflex and nasal palpation reflex. There's a ton of reflexes I go through with, with an infant. Um, I also check and make sure the range of motion of the hips and the arms and the spine and the low back and the neck are all in place. And then, of course, mm-hmm. I check to make sure that the baby is in alignment. And so I recommend that every child gets checked by a chiropractor, especially someone, a chiropractor that actually does an exam, because we're looking at things from a different lens to make sure that your body and uh, your, your baby's body is developing well, starting out life on the right path, and just uh, that they've got flow, I like to say, in my office. Because my office is called Flow Chiropractic. Yes. <laughs> yes. So do you feel that babies who get adjusted kind of, you know, after birth have a lower chance of having things like torticollis and acid, you know, reflux or colicky yep. problems, like just in general? 
Absolutely. Was breastfeeding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so kind of that whole reason behind why I went and saw a chiropractor um, and how it helped is your nervous system is inside of your spine halfway, right? So your nervous system consists of your brain and your spinal cord, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the highway of nerves. So it's got nerves going to your brain and it's got nerves coming out of your brain and going to every single body part, okay? And so what do you think happens when there's inflammation or tension or even pinching of those nerves? What do you, what do you guys think? What happens when those nerves get pinched off? It's miserable. <laughs> and, and the flow, the flow it stops. With the flow. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It the flow. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And, and in order for every single body part of the body to, to function properly, whether it's the lungs or the heart mm-hmm. or the stomach or the ear, it needs proper nerve supply so that that organ or that, that tissue can give feedback to the brain and the brain can coordinate and decide what to do for that tissue. Um, because mm-hmm. if a nerve ever gets cut off to that tissue, that, that tissue dies or that organ dies. And so first and foremost in my office, I want to make sure the nervous system is functioning and flowing optimally. And that's part of, of the thing that helps with pregnant women as well, right? Because there's nerves that go to the uterus. There's nerves that are in charge of relaying information from the hormones like oxytocin and estrogen and progesterone. And so if those nerves aren't flowing properly, then it's going to be some label that could potentially lead to a, even, a, even a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I definitely don't want to say that it's going to every time, but um, if there's a not as optimal flow in the nervous system, symptoms can show up and, and it's very varied. And I think that's where chiropractors have gotten in trouble in the past is, you know, someone's coming to the chiropractic office. So for my case, I'm going to tell you something kind of interesting. Um, I saw a man with, with chronic low back pain. And after digging a little bit deeper, he told me he actually had erectile dysfunction. Hmm. After being under a care plan with me about three months later, he's like, hey, just wanted to let you know, (laughs) things are waking up down there a little bit. (laughs) Interesting. Anyways, so some chiropractors in the past have gotten in trouble because they're like, chiropractic heals ED, erectile dysfunction. Mm. And so all these guys would come in with ED and maybe, you know, like a, a percentage of those guys would get better. Mm-hmm. And so then everyone's like, oh, you guys are quacks. You guys didn't fix this. Well, maybe the, the root cause of the issue was a, a dietary issue mm-hmm. or a, a, a different type of hormonal issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I never say I treat actually any symptom out there aside from subluxations, misalignment, tension in the body, because um, that's what I do. And I let the body heal itself. I facilitate that healing, yep. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. Totally. Wow, I love that. So, okay. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure I answer the original question. Yes. Yeah, we um, get off on yeah, tangents yeah, a, a lot here. <laughs> We're really <laughs> good at doing that. Really are. <laughs> yeah. So that's why chiropractic can and has helped with a lot of things from reflux to constipation, like one of you guys had said, to breastfeeding issues, to asthma, ear infections. There's a myriad of different things. And so chiropractic is probably one of the easiest first things you can try when some odd, weird symptom shows up in your child. Because, hey, if it's subluxation, so that's a misalignment in the spine affecting the nerve. If it's subluxation that's causing that, that's an easy fix. Whereas Mm -hmm. if it's some sort of dietary allergen, that's hard to figure that out. You have to take a food diary. Mm -hmm. You have to, like, it's a a a very long process. Yeah. Yeah, to figure out what is wrong with 
the food supply. Because really, I mean, if you go down to the basics of health, most health issues and symptoms occur because there's uh, a subluxation, there's a lack of sleep, there's a lack of exercise, there's something wrong in the diet, there's a trauma that's occurred. Mm -hmm. And so I'm all about getting to that root cause. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's fun doing that as a chiropractor. It's very rewarding. Oh, I imagine. Yeah. So when I was pregnant with my son, he was my VBAC after two C-section baby. I was getting adjusted regularly and I just have like a wonky pelvis where I don't even know, you'd probably know the exact term for it, but like the left side of my pelvis kind of goes back a little bit and like I have like some SI pain back there and then on the right side it kind of like overcompensates and goes forward and so it's kind of just like I don't know how to it's just kind of (laughs) like wonky it's really wonky yeah there's an imbalance there there's an imbalance yeah and so and then on top of that like the pubic bone I don't know what the heck it does it does some weird thing and then the sacrum twists so Mm -hmm. it I had this happen a lot in pregnancy and so when I was adjusted during labor, I was like one centimeter and like got adjusted and it, it was amazing. And then I don't know what the heck I did, but throughout like, you know, 24 hours, something happened again and it went wonky again. And my chiropractor came and she adjusted me. And <laughs> the next morning, my baby was a plus three station, which is really ridiculously low. It's pretty much mm-hmm. like you're going to crown with a couple bushes here. You can reach (laughs) in, right? But I was only four Uh centimeters. And Mm -hmm. she was like, your baby is so ridiculously low. Like, whatever she did, (laughs) she adjusted you so well. And, I, you know, I'm like, I just give her so much credit because I'm like, he yeah. was posterior. We we still had to like work to get him anterior, but once he flipped anterior, mm-hmm. my cervix just went bloop and melted away. And just I was like, like and he was so dang low and my pelvis was just perfectly aligned. And so it was just so amazing. So I I think it's so important too, do you to even get adjusted during labor or even when early labor is beginning. If your chiropractor's open or if your chiropractor comes to your house mm-hmm. or to the hospital or wherever it may yeah. be. Well, Dr. Richard does that. Take advantage of the home births and adjust the whole birth team. Yeah, that, well, that's amazing. And yep. I had a home birth where our friend Katrina and her labor was so fast, you didn't even have time. But I was really excited to come get adjusted while I was like at a birth. <laughs> that would like, be she, Her baby was born in like two hours. Like there's no way, <laughs> there's even time to call you. <laughs> yeah, that that's amazing. So I, I think that is so important. So I was just going to ask that. Do you, do you adjust? during labor and at what point of labor do you suggest someone would come in and get adjusted if they could? Really, if, if a mom is feeling up to coming and getting adjusted during labor, she can really come at any time. Of course, if, you know, contractions are really, really coming and there's no time to have have a midwife there, I, I'd say we'd want to so I only have jurisdiction in homes. I can't go to a hospital. Mm-hmm. So I can drive to the home at any time during that birth process, whether it's literally uh, minutes before having the baby. But I have had several moms actually come into me as their labor is just kind of getting started, or maybe they've been labor in labor for a long time, and it just has, has been stalling out. And so um, really any time as long as it's not really close to the – to the end and if it's really close to the end um, as long as it's not during my office hours I can always of course drive to the home that's awesome that's so awesome because I really do think it's important like I said I, I feel like she impacted 
me so much. So I love that. Do you have anything That's else great. that you would like to add that you, that you feel is really beneficial to these amazing women of strength all over the world? Yeah. And also we have a lot yeah. of listeners in Utah. So let people know how they can find you <laughs> and contact you. And um, you just started an Instagram account not too long ago. So throw that out there too. <laughs> I noticed. I, I was one of your yeah. first followers. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're getting hip. Um, so yeah, my office is in Lehigh, Utah. It's called Flow Chiropractic. We're right off Lehigh Main Street next to the Lehigh Bakery, as, as Julie knows, um, which I, I kind of want to tell that story of how, how I actually first met you. But, yeah, um, donuts do and doulas. Donuts our, our and numbers, doulas. Our number is uh, 385-389-6200. You can find our website at www.getflowchiro.com. Get Flow Chiro. Um, and then our at is Get Flow Cairo on Instagram, also yeah. on Facebook. But uh, yeah, funny story. Um, I saw this van parked outside of my window. And oh my gosh, I remember that. It wasn't Donuts <laughs> and Doodles. This is embarrassing. It is? It is kind of, yeah. yeah you guys are going to learn a, like, a secret about me right now. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Okay, go. I do. It. I love anyway, it. I'm like so right now. Share, share away. So I have this cool window where I can see outside of it, but people can't see inside of it. So um, <laughs> and so I saw a van parked out that had a little stick on the back that said VBAC link. I was like, what the heck? This is awesome. Who is doing VBAC link? <laughs> this is cool. So I like just kind of walked out and I saw someone in the car on their phone. And I <laughs> kind of knocked on the van window and I waved. I was like, hey. And uh, it was Julie. I was like, oh, hey, I just saw you had this VBAC link thing on your van. I just wanted to learn more about it. And she's like, oh, hey. Um, <laughs> hi. <laughs> I think she had been at the bakery. She was getting some donuts. It was Donut um, Friday. Donut Friday. There we go. Um, which, Lehigh Bakery is phenomenal. I don't eat there much, but when I do, if I'm going to get a donut, I'm going to go to Lehigh Bakery. Shout out to them. But um, anyways, so I met Julie, and she told me about the podcast and everything you did, so I, I followed and, and all that fun stuff. But anyways, a little secret about what Julie was doing in the car. <laughs> There's a, she was playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> You were? Okay. <laughs> You're such a geek. I so. <laughs> now I get to tell my side of the story. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So many people love Pokemon Go. <laughs> so There's like a gym by my office, isn't there? There's, there's two gyms. Why is there one of those like... What yeah. those, like so okay i don't even know what they call because i don't imagine this you gotta What's imagine what my life is like i have four <laughs> kids under five at that point well five was my oldest okay i just dropped i just picked up my son from kindergarten it was donut friday because every friday we would go get square donuts from lehigh country bakery and then it was i was just parked there and the, like all the kids are restrained in their car seats and they all had mouthful, mouthfuls of donuts. And mama needed a little unwinding time. <laughs> so what did I, I do? I was it. just fighting some gym, <laughs> battling some Pokemon, eating my square donut. But keep in mind, it was the most awkward conversation for me. Because, like, I don't even think I had brushed my hair yet that day. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I didn't even have a bra on. Like, I was still in a big t-shirt and, like, sweatpants. <laughs> and here's this chiropractor coming up to talk to me Knocking in a professional window. capacity and I'm looking like a ragamuffin playing freaking Pokemon Go with mouthful of a donut. So, you have a card in your, in your van though. You handed me a card. Yeah, oh I did. Gosh. I always have cards in my van. Oh, I oh, love that. it. I forgot about that. Oh, my and I'm totally kidding. You're not a geek. I know a lot of people play but it. But you know what? I uninstalled <laughs> it on my phone. I uninstalled it. I haven't played it for, for months now because my phone my the day my um oldest asked me uh when you're done 
on your phone can you talk to me while while we were like driving down Lehigh Main Street because like you drive down Lehigh Main the speed limit is 20 miles an hour and there's like 500 pokey stops there so yeah, I just like <laughs> drive down Lehigh Main I know it's so silly and like I spin my pokey stops you know driving really slow oh, um, and so when gosh, he said I, when he it. said when I'm done put when I'm done on my phone while I, while I was driving I'm like all right and then this ever since then I haven't even like um played oh. gamer played Pokemon Go since because it's like so addicting right and so I'm like really good with my phone now I don't I just uninstalled the app I was like it was a problem yeah I love it so yeah so thanks for best, sharing that one of my best friends with all too. our listeners oh, my oh. gosh so that's where so you saw her van so you that saw so the funny. v-back link. The and that was when it was said utah v-back yeah link. it said utah v-back link i need to get yeah. a new sticker uh, yeah now that we're, we're rebranded the and everything now. now that's yeah. so hilarious <laughs> and I, was, uh, I was hoping i was able to share that story absolutely oh my gosh i, I, love I should it. not have scheduled you <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's fun right. it's a good story it is like you know it's just like real life it's so funny to me still when me and megan we um have people like they like they're like oh my gosh i'm so excited that we're talking to you like i can't believe it it's like you're famous and we don't feel famous we feel like just you know we're just regular old moms and sometimes we get to get out and go record people's v-back stories and um it's just really unusual and so it's really unusual for that and so now i think that story just lets people know how <laughs> how, how I really am. I'm really just a, a mom, an old tired mom getting donuts to keep her kids quiet while they're strapped in the car to just have five minutes yeah. of quiet. I just love it. <laughs> I seriously just love it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Seriously. This you is bet. awesome. Yeah. I love it. And yeah. and I really can't stress chiropractic care enough. I promise I don't think you're quacks anymore. <laughs> yeah. She is. No problem. She's converted. Hey, we're all a little weird. Yeah, we are. And for everyone else but that wants. Works, oh, go ahead. It, chiropractic works. And if it didn't, it would have gone away a long time ago. You're right. Aww. You're right about that. For everyone that wants more information and to find out how to find a Webster certified chiropractor near you, we have a blog all about chiropractic care and VBAC on our VBAC blog at the VBAClink.com slash blog. So head over there. The blog's called Benefits of Chiropractic Care for VBAC. Um, it's going to tell you all about chiropractic care is going to link you to how to find a Webster certified chiropractor in your area. It's going to show you the evidence. It's going to point you to how chiropractors can help you as you prepare for your birth. And we have a really cool story about um, a mom named Destiny, who's one of our one of our um, longtime followers. I think she found us before we even launched our first episode. And um, her story is there when she got an adjustment while she was in labor for her home birth. So lots of fun stuff there. Head over to it. Uh, again, it's the V vbacklink.com slash blog. Interested in sharing your VBAC? Head over to the vbacklink.com slash share to submit your story. For information on all things VBAC, including online and in-person VBAC classes, the VBAC blog, and Julie and Megan's bios, head over to the vbacklink.com. Congratulations on starting your journey of learning and discovery with the VBAC link.